That is I just want to ask you a few questions, so if you come this way. I love that. Yeah, have a seat over okay, there. Okay, great. This is fun. Guan Yin, please give us extra mercy. You can finish it if you want. I'm not sick. I promise this tell the truth. Um, could you state your name for the record? Madison King. Madison is with two N's, one Y, but it's not where you think. Could you just spell it for us? Absolutely, I will for sure. M-A-D-I-S-Y-N-A. Hey, I'm Derek. And I'm Noah, and you're listening to A Bite Out. Where we take our current favorite pop culture obsession and enjoy it one nibble at a time. Halfway-ish through (laughs) She-Hulk. I keep forgetting there's nine episodes in this season. But halfway through, nonetheless, before we get into it, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at a bite of pod. Find all that stuff on abiteofpod.com. Also, if you like the show, want to support the show, support ind- independent creators. I know how to say independent, I swear. <laughs> you get extra bonus content. We just came out with Summer Feast, our shows and movies that we didn't talk about on here, but loved. And also, last thing, leave a review. Because that's how people find us and we get heard by millions. Help people discover us and they'll get more things like that. Yeah. (laughs) Why would we not want to share that with everybody? I want to share that with everyone. Before we get into She-Hulk, can I just make one little like news announcement? Because it ties directly into our Summer Feast Patreon episode. Oh, no. Yeah, it's a little bit of a bummer, but I just I have to get it off my chest just a little bit because I feel like I can't go on until I say it out into the world. Mm. Paper Girls has been canceled after one season. (laughs) Insane. You know, I still stick by my my thought of they didn't market it at all. They didn't do a good job of pushing it at all. And so. You know, it was such a good show. It was really enjoyable. And now, unfortunately, it's fallen to the wayside. The They had so much money going into Rings of Power and the boys. I'm just disappointed in Amazon. I mean, it's Amazon. It's Prime. Like, I would have thought, like, maybe it would be a safe bet because they have faith in their shows. But mm-hmm. I just feel really bad, especially for Brian K. Vaughn, because this is his second show this year that has only gotten one season and then canceled by the streaming service. So. Yeah legendary pictures whatever is looking shopping around for a streaming service to pick it up they have to after the cliffhanger i swear to god yeah i guess i can't the world will just have to actually read the comics to no. find out what happens next the thing that's so frustrating about that just a side note is it it's so different the way they set it up that it's just like oh it's, like people would read the comics to kind of get that and it's just not gonna not there. they're never gonna get the story so i hope Anyway, I hope it gets remade and or continues in some form or fashion. But I just had to say that. I'm a huge fan of it, and I just wanted to share that with you guys. He was properly bummed for about an hour when he saw yeah. the news. So, it was uh, very sad. You know, pour one out for Noah and Paper Girls. Please. Light a candle. <laughs> pray at an altar that uh, they'll get picked up somewhere. Make sure it's with newspapers around you. Oh, but don't light those on fire. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. So let's get in to yes, She-Hulk. Let's take a look back at She-Hulk Attorney at Law, Episode 3, The People versus Emil Blonsky. Jen marches down to the maximum security prison to question Emil on his prison break footage. He tells her it's all Wong's fault. 
After some internet sleuthing, Nikki finds Wong, who later agrees to be a witness for Blonsky. That's a lot of names. At Pearl, uh, a number of witnesses state that Emil is one with the universe, and Wong's quick testimony leads Blonsky to be granted parole under the rule that he must wear an inhibitor. Meanwhile, the evil Dennis, defended by Pug, is in... Not Pug, Dennis. For the boo. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> is in court fighting an Asgardian light elf who took him for 175k when shapeshifting into Megan the Stallion. The Super Law Division wins another case. Ending her night, Jen is attacked by, but ultimately wrecks the wrecking crew as She Hulk. Body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. The best mid credit scene ever. <laughs> Indeed, it really was. And I don't care what anybody says or thinks. It was amazing. Oh, listen, listen. No, let's. We've already said it. Listen, <laughs> people are being so obnoxious with this show, but more people are being cool with the show. But yeah, everyone should just enjoy it. It's fun. Just have fun. Yeah. Sorry. Are you having fun? I'm having fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. From here on out, there's spoilers. Spoiler ahead for She-Hulk episode four. So let us officially take a bite of She-Hulk Attorney at Law episode four. Is this not real magic? It's not. There. End of episode. Done. (laughs) We finished. So long. So this episode, I'm just going to say real quick how I thought about it overall. Mm -hmm. Loved it. I think it's the strongest out of all of the episodes in the season so far. But there is some... Crafty things going on in the writing room. Shiftiness? Yes, that I think are like, they're getting too comfortable with boning us too much. The Ralph (gasps) Boner situation. (laughs) We are all people who live in Bonerville. Which, I, ew. (laughs) No. Bonerton. No. I don't want to. Boningham. No. But, (laughs) so it's like, so we get introduced to Donnie Blaze, which in the trailers, there was a picture that we saw Donnie Blaze, and it's. A lot of people were assuming with the name Blaze, it was going to be a Ghost Rider situation. It wasn't. It was just like a hack, bad magician. So we got boned in this episode. I just wanted to put that up front because I was expecting a Ghost Rider situation. Noah was leaning hard into it. So we're watching it, obviously, as you know, at five o'clock in the morning. And he is like, what is he saying? Who, Blaze? I'm like, Donnie. He's like, no. It's Ghost Rider. I'm like, no, <laughs> Donnie. And then finally realized it was just Donnie. The stupid people. <laughs> fucking writers. Anyway. Does Ghost Rider have a Cornelius from the curtains? No. <laughs> Still, I don't know what they were going to do. He was in all black. He had like, look like chains and stuff. I could have, you know, easy. Ghost Rider. There you go. <laughs> but no, anyway, he was a hack magician. So he apparently did go to get trained. By the Sorcerer Supreme in the same school, but he Carmitage. He didn't really make it past just apparently trying to open a portal because that's the extent of his magic that he knows. What are the rings called? Sling rings. Is that what they're called? Yeah. Sling rings? Yeah. He kept those in his pockets. Of course. Slipped them on and said, wiggity, wiggity, wee. If I was going to be kicked out of magic school, I'd try to take all the magical things I yeah, could. Wh- they should know that he has those. They should. And that's. Obviously, Wong, I, I have a whole thing about the school reform for Wong that I hope gets changed. <laughs> we'll talk about. That's going to be the newest series, Wong's Reform School. I want a Wong's Sorcerer Academy like show so bad. It would be amazing. Just saying. America Chavez is there getting trained. Why not 
There you go. You have two Avengers right there. I'm with you. <laughs> and now with the bonus Madison there. Yes. It only so, makes sense. So this episode introduces Madison with two N's and a Y, but, but not, not where, where you, you think. think. <laughs> One of the funniest characters I think they've introduced in the MCU in a long time. Ever. Well, ever. Who? Ant-Man is pretty freaking oh, hilarious. not Madison funny. Madison is for the masses. I'll see more of Madison. I love her. Like I think she is. She needs to stick around for a while. Her and Wongers need to like just be a thing. It, her and <laughs> Lewis from Ant Man. I could see just being a chaotic force oh throughout gosh. the MCU. But that's that's for another podcast at another time. <laughs> so the opening of the episode, we see Donnie Blaze, not Ghost Rider, perform some shitty magic tricks, and then. He does the sling ring trick because it's the only magic he actually knows. He sends Madison into fire lands, fire hell, fire something. Just sends her into it. What kind of magic? Like, did she come with friends? Were they looking for her? They just like, bye. Yeah, the two the two girls in the front were very excited that she got up on the stage. They, yeah. they knew Madison. I feel like that's like a Madison thing. Yeah, she's like, gone. Madison is always just like volunteering for stuff. She's like hanging out with people and they're just like, that's Mads. And didn't like, Mads goes on there. Didn't she say she was browning out at one point? Yeah, she when she's explaining to Wong where she was, she's like, I brown out. I browned out at one point. <laughs> so okay, apparently it is in her nature to yeah. go do that. She's having fun. Yeah. I, I'm all for Madison just having fun throughout the portals of the multiverse. Just go ahead. She survived. She shows up in Wong's apartment in Nepal with a bleeding heart. Uh, like freshly ripped out of a chest. I want to know, did she rip it out? Was she given it? There was oh. goblins involved. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe there's a part of the story where there was a goblin suitor and to show his love to her, he gave her a beating heart. Well, she was looking for that Goblin King, which is like, <laughs> this is feeling very labyrinth to me, and oh, I don't no. know what's happening. So Wong finds out that there's a dude pretty much doing magic when he shouldn't be. He's not trained in it. So what does he do? He's going to sue him. Because it's Enter a lawyer show. Jen. Yeah, it's a lawyer show. I want to talk about Jen's like first appearance in this episode just for a second, because there's mm-hmm. two things that I find of note. One, she says that Wong's in the episode, so it's Twitter armor. Which is so funny because the writers at the point of the show predicted this. They, of course they did. They yeah. know. They're smart. And they're like, there's going to be toxic assholes. So it's like Wong's in it. So you can't really hate this episode, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. And then the second thing is I love how sweet her dad is being of like, he knows his daughter's a Hulk, but he's still like, I, you, you got attacked. Yeah. I need to protect you. It's really sweet. I also like in this scene that she's Jennifer Walters, but she's wearing her giant She-Hulk blazer. Oh, my God. <laughs> do they not make spandex suits? I mean, you figure, <laughs> how tall do you think Tatiana Maslany is? She's probably like, what, five? Six, eight? No, oh, I mean, sorry, that's She-Hulk. <laughs> five, eight? You know, like maybe? Like, probably like five, six. And then she grows a whole foot. I don't know if spandex can stretch that much. Sure it can. This is the MCU. <laughs> I mean, at least I some guess spandex. there's that. There was there's Hulkian spandex out there. There is what was it in uh, not She Hulk? We're watching that uh, New Girl where they make um, the swoot. It's like a it's a, a sweatsuit suit. You know what I mean? It's close enough. That would be better. <laughs> <laughs> the swoot. It's a sweatsuit suit. It's a sweat 
What am I trying oh, to say? It's like jeggings. It's like jean leggings. So it's like a. It's like it's a, it's, it's like a, a suit made out of sweatpants. A business material. suit. Yes. made out of sweatpants. Yeah, that's why I said a sweatsuit suit. A, right. Okay. Because a sweatsuit is a sweatsuit. What's a sweatsuit? A sweatsuit is like a matching <laughs> pair of sweats. Yeah, but it's a suit. Sweatsuit suit. <laughs> if you don't really it's explain it, it's like yeah, sweatsuit suit. Anyway, she yeah, I, I think it is funny seeing her in these clothes. Later on, Nikki do, is like, "We need to get you new clothes or better clothes." So I'm hoping that at some point, charcoal gray suits are just an everyday attire. And you know, I love a charcoal gray. Hmm, I agreed. support this for Jen. Agreed. She also makes so one of the big story arcs, or something that's always prevalent in the character, is dating and what that means for her and how she you know does that as Jen or She Hulk and what does that mean. Because she's had troubles in the comics and dating, and it seems like they're kind of tackling this in this episode at least. She makes a matcher profile as Jen. I agree with Nikki that she should not have used that picture. It's too corporate It's like this is clearly a headshot and you just didn't have any pictures of yourself. Well, yes, and also, right, okay, so it's super easy to snap a selfie. Like, that is number one. That's what obviously. I'm saying. But, like, I think for Jen, that is Jen. Jen is by oh, the book. hundred percent. She is the rule. She's the law. And so for her, this is a she, photo of me. She is the law. She is the law. <laughs> She's the American law system. Hello. And, and for her, there's like, there are things, and this is a photo of me, and this is what works. <laughs> and this represents me. She's very earnest. And I would love for that to be her bio. There are things. This is me, and this is my bio. Date me. <laughs> Hello. And I'd be like, true. No. All things are true in the in those statements. God, but it was it was interesting to see her do it as Jen and not as She Hulk because I I feel like even though she's quote unquote comfortable with being She Hulk at work and lawyering, mm. maybe not so much in the personal life yet. You know what we really should have done? We should have her to do list was like endless. And oh, making, there was so many things on there. Right. There were probably so many really funny Easter eggy things. There was one there. that I saw um, birthday ideas for dad. I think it's like pie of the month subscription question mark. Aww. That was one of the ones that I saw, which I thought was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Also, meet Nikki in the bathroom at like 1147 was one of them that I saw. In the pooping, in the pooping bathroom. Yeah, in the best <laughs> bathroom. <laughs> so there was a lot on there, I'm sure. I'm sure there were some creator hints. You know, like people that made the comic and well, stuff, right. they usually Just do like that. like funny stuff. Yeah. Next time, next time. Yeah. <laughs> we also get Wong coming to Jen, mm -hmm. officially su suing the magician. You see how I put that in quotes as magician. They can see that for sure. Yeah. No, that's what he says. Oh. I'm saying what he says. But you also did it. I did. <laughs> can you see me, guys? <laughs> yes, again, they're picturing it. I agree at a base level with Wong, though. Like, it's not good. For just everyday people that aren't trained to be doing this type of stuff. Yeah. But also, like she brings up, there's no NDA, non-compete, no contract, nothing whenever they're there or leave. But I think there's something to be said about endangering the lives of civilians. Well, right. But he can't come to her and just be like, you need to like make this guy stop when it's like legally you didn't do anything. Madison would have to sue him. Yeah. Not Wong. <laughs> no. Why? Because he put her life in danger. Oh, I see. <laughs> Hello. I was like, I thought you meant she needs to be the lawyer. And I was like, oh, dear God. Well, that show I would also watch. <laughs> Drunk lawyer starting Madison. <laughs> Madison. 
It's going to be the multiverse of madness in this. <laughs> you know, there is a piece of me that feels like she could play a sister to Elizabeth Olsen. She could. Right? She d- yeah. She she gives off that same vibe almost. Patty Guggenheim, I think, is the name of the actress. Oh, I thought you meant that's, that's Wanda's sister's name. And I was like, <laughs> no. <laughs> she has a brother. <laughs> I'm... I'm Wanda Maximoff, and this is my sister, <laughs> Patty Guggenheim. <laughs> I mean, it's comics, so it, <laughs> yeah, it really could you're be. You're absolutely right. I do want to say that <laughs> I, I love Wong says, I don't make appointments, I don't use doors. I come right into your office through my swirly gig. They... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is swirly. He thing. uses his sling rings for a swirly gig. No, I know it's just really funny. The, I mean, she's in the superhero law division. I mean, she's gonna have to at some point put a landing pad outside her office, You're right? A door that will just automatically open, like all that kind of stuff. She can't be picking her nose or anything in her office. No, someone's just gonna appear, and she can't be on her matcher profile either because somebody's could be in there. Heck yeah, no. Mm-mm. So let's talk about Jen's dating. In this episode, because oh, it, yeah. it is a, again, there's an A and a B plot. This is hap- this is functioning so well as a sitcom, but that's usually what happens. There's like a overarching story, and then there's that minor story that's happening at the same time. Mm-hmm. And in this one, I feel like Jen's dating is like major, but also the minor part to the story. Can't have it both ways, Noah. I just did. It's my <laughs> podcast, and I say it is. Oh, it's your podcast. Well, it's our podcast. Oh, whoa, whoa, everyone. <laughs> All the presses. This is my final episode. Signing off. <laughs> Goodbye. So, before Jen decides to cave and make a She-Hulk matcher profile, we get another instance of how men have talked to Jen throughout their life, or just women in general. And I don't like it, but I think it is important for the show because Jen said in the first episode she's had to manage her anger because she deals with it every day. And if I got like talked to like that on a daily basis, I'd be pretty frustrated as well. He does the tales all his time, comes up to the two women and is like, hey, sexy ladies. Barf. Gross. And even though he's like, oh, I see you alone. There's two of them. Like, that's yeah. how just stupid this dude is. I'm starting to trust Nikki a little more than I have in the past. She felt like a real friend see? in this episode. See? Don't. Don't hate on the Nikki. She's good. They were making her act real, like, curious. I mean, we still have, like, four episodes left, so anything can happen. Five, Noah. Five, Five. episodes left. <laughs> anything can happen. <laughs> eight is just an even number, and that's how my brain works. Like the 80s sitcom, eight is enough for Noah. <laughs> I'm not even going to watch the finale, guys. <laughs> I, in my mind, the ninth episode is actually just, like, one large mid credit scene. It has nothing to do with the main storyline, and it's all just for laughs. It's just Madison's actual, like, day job and what she does during the day before she, like, hangs out with Wongers. Turns out, you know who she's friends with? Megan the Stallion. I, was, I thought you were going to say Elizabeth Olsen. <laughs> the real Elizabeth Olsen, not even Wanda. Not, Mac, not Ms. Maximoff. <laughs> But Nikki eventually rags on Jen a little bit for her profile on Matcher because it is, again, first date is going to be a webinar feel to it. I'm sticking with Jen. Yeah. But we get a line where she says, hetero dating is so boring. Is Nikki a gay? Yeah, she says, yeah, maybe a gay. It might be. Is she a gay? Is she a gay? I can say that. 
Um, I mean, October is like it's going to be National Coming Out Day, so maybe in the last episode she comes out. I thought that was just like kind of her way of saying because I mean, why would she say hetero dating is so boring? I guess that's true. That is you a know? weird thing for a hetero person to say, to right? Another hetero person. Yeah, it's like isn't our way of dating boring? Like you know, that's just weird. Anyway, I'm happy because I think she's a gay. <laughs> Hypothesis. <laughs> ending we got to talk about the only date she goes on as jen plain jen great jen but plain jen jen and men not okay (laughs) jen and men apparently just is not a good mix yes we meet the tbd entrepreneur stop the new yorker for 14 hours the goes on matcher while on a date with someone he met on matcher the amazing the incredible alan i if you you can't say you're a this a blank if you've been in a place for less than two years 14 months does not mean you are a that person i'm not even sure if you're not born in new york you could say you're a new yorker i feel well i feel like if you've been there for like five years minimum you've at least experienced enough well, you know some what i of mean us we're born in new york so <laughs> we can call ourselves new yorkers for that's sure. true that's true Just that's saying. true that's true i do feel like okay 10 years can they call themselves a new yorker oh yeah a decade yes but they have they can't have a license from the old state anymore <laughs> their car has to be from new york good luck finding a dmv <laughs> There's plenty. You'll yeah. just have to wait forever. Yeah, I know. Welcome to New York, says Taylor Swift. It's but, been waiting for you. No. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this, well, yeah. This dude is so much red flags. I mean, the the fact that one, he's lame. I just that's the fact. But texting while on the date is a huge like. I don't care if like we're vibing or anything, but if you have to be like, oh, I just have to answer this. Totally fine. But the, just out of the conversation, it texting. It was the matcher sound. He was on matcher, the I dating just, app, while on the date. Uh, I, I give Jen kudos for like being able to sit through that for the next minute, because I probably would have just hulked out at that moment. Smashed his phone or something. She should have. She should have. Guy's the worst. He's, he mean, is really bad. Well, and, and also, he wouldn't listen to anything. Like, he was not even listening to anything she was saying to him. Uh, really big red flag. Do you have any, like, I mean, obviously not now because we're married, but like, <laughs> when you were going on dates, was there any, like, major red flags that you had? Red, f- you know, I think one of the things is going on the dating apps while on a date with someone. That happened to me once. That was demoralizing. Uh, um, well, that has nothing to do with you. I'm just going to put that out there. That's all that. Yeah. Um, I also had someone that like wasn't engaging in a conversation. Oh, yeah. They were just talking at me for an hour and a half. Um, and then later on told me, wow, you're a really good listener. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's true, though. You listened really well. I am a very good listener, but you also didn't give me the opportunity to talk. And when I would offer up some information, they wouldn't ask a follow-up question. They oh, would so just they continue just, with their line of Yeah, talking. heard. Yeah. And they were like, I'm going to say this. Yeah. But yeah. that's like very like, you know, sort of first datey stuff. As oh, for, you know, yeah. Like, not like necessarily major red flags. I don't know. Well, but I, to your point, like if somebody continued, you know what I mean? Oh, if yeah. They there just were no never... second dates with these people. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, like, did they improve? No. I, I I have to just echo that. I think that's the same thing. I think first date wise, 
if you're not completely attentive mm. or at least listening or present in the date. Yeah. Like if you're like, oh, let's go get coffee or something. Usually that means like it's going to be kind of a first kind of meeting. But if it goes well, typically like go somewhere else after or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But if it's like just super quick just to get it out of the way and just like not really present, it's like, why well, I don't you I wasted my time. I wasted my time. Yeah. Because 90% of the time, those people, the coffee place is closer to them. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It was in, for that person. It was in where they live. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. And there's Big red flag. also something to be said. And here on I'm on Jen's side because I was, you know, I was a, I was dating for a while. Um, if you're not on Jen's side in this like particular oh, part, true, true, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> it takes a lot to put yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah. To like muster up some sort of you know like courage in a sense to be like okay i'm gonna be myself i'm going on this date and the person isn't reciprocating in any way it's bs so obviously it didn't work out also he doesn't even offer to split the check Mm. i'm not i'm one he had no intention of splitting yeah i'm not really i think on a first date i think it's really good to split it i do not think one person should pay like you know what i mean because that may that would make me feel weird if the person's like i'm gonna pay it's like well we can split it and do just you, accept that. Do you think it's different for heterosexuals? I don't think it should be. Hmm. You know what I'm like? No, I think both parties agreed to go to the place. Yeah. Both should split it. Yeah. I think that's fair, especially as like a first date. Yeah, I agree. That you on know? a first date sort of thing, it should definitely be split. I do like the idea, like if you're going on subsequent dates after that, it's like, one person will be like, I'll pay. And then the next day you go on, the other person goes, well, you paid the, the last time. I'll pay this right. time. I think, uh, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think it's like one of those things where it's like, if you pick the place, you should be offering mm-hmm. to pay. First dates are usually like, how about this place? How about this? You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like then both mutual parties decide. But right. don't take me like go, go, go karting. And then to the movies and then to all this stuff and expect me to pay for all of it. You wanted to do that. I you know. made that you had the idea. Yeah. <laughs> and then when you're married, it's not so much who's going to pay. It's Who has the card? At, it's like, <laughs> which card should we put this on? Yeah. <laughs> put it on this one. I got to pay this one on Monday. Okay. I left my wallet in the car. Do you have the card? Yeah, <laughs> no, I got it. <laughs> so anyway, he walks away with on the phone saying that Jen is a six at best. Disgusting. This guy is gross. So Jen later decides to make a matcher profile as she-Hulk. But string of dating dates yeah. <laughs> does not go well. They're not all winners. The first one <laughs> is extremely rude to service workers. Huge red flag. Oh, that's a red flag. Huge red flag. Yes. Very giant red flag. Because if you can be an asshole to strangers that are working hard, mm-hmm. you're not going to be nice to me. And also this guy felt like he wanted to compete with her in like a deadlift competition. I lift 600 pounds and I don't even have superpowers. It's like, but that's not the question you asked me. <laughs> Listen, 600 pounds, superpowers or not, does not measure up to a literal ton. Nope. Okay, in the comic, she was lifting two elephants over her head. That's at least two elephant tons. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like that might be two tons. Yeah. We get a guy that's super pretentious, self-centered, a very like film artsy guy annoying he was wearing a scarf <laughs> they're in la anybody wearing a scarf in la <gasps> true, red flag true i agree with that red flag yep and then creepy people that are like weirdly obsessed with fetishizing you. her yeah specimen. specimen red flag 
Huge red flag. The big and X. And then an even bigger red flag, because more time is wasted, the deceiving nice guys that are like perfect, but then the second something is weird, they're out. It's like those weird ghosters. Yeah, he knew all of the things to say. He was like, oh, I'm a pediatric oncologist. He does it all the time. Oh, exactly. You yeah. want to split some fries? Tell me about yourself. He doesn't sound like a demon. He absolutely sounded <laughs> like that. 100%. Oh, just a little what? club soda and salt. Okay, now you just gave him like, oh, what's the per- the woman's name from Monsters, Inc.? No, not Flo. You made her say. You made her All say. right, Wazowski. <laughs> yeah. That's up here. This That's... guy's down here. Okay, her sister then. <laughs> she has a sister. I'm done. The <laughs> reference is done. <laughs> I went on the Monsters, Inc. ride Fucking in Disneyland. God. And they have like a camera and, and they make her talk to you at the end because they can see you. And she said, nice glasses to me. Uh, oh, I don't like that. I felt special. I don't want them talking to me. She made me feel special. No. I haven't sung a Twice song in a while. Good job. You made it four episodes. <laughs> hey, I don't think I did any last season. <laughs> You're, a You're a liar. You're a liar. Anyway, saying. so this pediatric oncologist is a huge, fat, farce, red flag. He's reading feminist books. He's doing, I know how to take stains out of the, shut up. Also, excuse me. Yes, you got a stain on my couch. You don't know where my salt and club soda is. That was weird, right? I mean, he just ran to the kitchen and was like, I'm going to go through your stuff. Yeah. I mean, the gag of her like throwing the sweater. So he kept his sweater off, but that's fine. I still didn't like it. I didn't like the him rummaging through her stuff. Yeah. I would be like, no, I'll get it. Weird. She could have pinned him down. Yeah, weird. In the end, whenever she's Jen the next morning and not She-Hulk, he's like, who are you? Like, he thought she was like, anyway, whatever. Done with him. Done with Jen's dating life. I do think it's important for the character, but it was just, like, frustrating to see that. I'm just frustrated in general because on either (laughs) side of the dating, whether she's Jen or She-Hulk, people have to know that She-Hulk is a Hulk and has a human form. So, you know, is it like a thing where, like, um, okay. So they're idiots. Well, I, I also think there's like a thing of like superhero smashing. Yeah, of course. A hundred percent. It's like so on his tally card, you could be like, I had Yeah, you know, I, I smashed it. I smashed. I she hulk smashed. Smashed. It's she hulk smashed. I smashed a she smashed. Yeah. <laughs> so probably. That's actually a good point. And he's probably not even a pediatric oncologist. He's a liar. She made freshly squeezed orange juice. Uh, anyway. Boo, dating life. I hope it works out. I will say, and this is a spoiler if you have not watched. The, this, actually, this is all spoiler talk. Uh, there was a mid-season trailer that came out for mm, She-Hulk mm, for the rest mm, of the episodes. Mm. Obviously, there's more Matt Murdock, Daredevil scenes in it. Yeah. And I think they're going to get a little like close. Lawyers in love. I mean, L&L. <gasps> it just makes sense. Beautiful. All right. So let's talk about the case of this episode, the Donnie Blaze case, because also there's more Madison in it, and that's always a plus. Madison, forever. <laughs> Jen and Wong confront Donnie Blaze about his illegal magicking, which I'm surprised she was even to go that far of like a cease, or what is it? Res- a cease and desist. I was going to say a resistance desist. Oh, that's a French. <laughs> the resistance of siege. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of lawyer terms and court oui, terms that oui. don't We're make sense. We're barely hanging on right now, so <laughs> let us go with Raziz and Dashish. <laughs> but they obviously don't 
agree, which, because it's his livelihood, it's his passion, he, you know. More French. He needs to do, he said it, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. I don't know if he said it that way, but you're right, he did. Yeah, and the dude is just generally overall kind of skeevy. Like, I don't know if in this episode they were trying to make him likable in some way, but he just came off as like a Chris Angel knockoff, well, right. and I don't like it. I think the question is, magicians with their belly buttons showing. Can I can I make a confession just to you? This is my confession. I really don't like magicians. Why? I don't like any type of magician. <gasps> oh. I I know it's all fake and they also kind of creep me out. Okay. You know, Chris Angel really really creeped me out. He would make out with people a lot. Well, I don't I don't like that. It. I don't appreciate. Yeah, but then like magicians always have like tigers and then they like die from the tigers and like I just don't like the whole thing. I liked David Blaine. Yeah. Not when he was doing like his weird stunt stuff towards the See, end. That stuff is too much. I just liked when he would be like on the street and being like, look in your shoe. And they're like, it's my eyeball. Sort of thing. <laughs> and the eyeball's actually gone. Yeah. No. Yeah. I don't. I'm confession. I love fictional magicians, real magicians. Yeah. Dr. Strange. Uh, yeah. Duh. Interesting. I just don't. I really don't like. Real magicians. Well, guess what? Turns out most of our listenership were magicians. So Bye. It's over now. Smoke bomb. Oh, that was all our... <laughs> so sad. Anyway, uh, in the courtroom, <laughs> they need a witness. So who do they call? Ghostbusters. <laughs> Madison! Yay! <laughs> Which I was really happy that she was actually back. I was hoping it wasn't going to be like a Meg the Stallion Type thing where she was in it and like killed it and but then gone. Mm-hmm. I hope she's in it for a while. Me too. She enters that room with a Wongers and is so excited to see Wong. He's a little reluctant at this point. They're not totally besties yet. No, not yet. Almost though. She spoiled the Sopranos. He can't trust her. Yeah. So this is where I'm going to get into. Remember WandaVision, guys? Remember when we talked about WandaVision? More than a year ago. Long, long time ago. Oh my gosh. Eight series ago. So if you remember from WandaVision and what it did to the general public is there was a certain name that was thrown around oh. a little bit. Yep. Mephisto. <laughs> He's there. I just, guys, okay, this is the only time Loki, yes, had like a stained glass thing of it. Remember? Yeah. WandaVision, it was creeping towards it. This one is like right there. Like, right. There's literally a sling ring portal and it's there. She give us the evidence. She talks about on the stand. She talks about how she made a pact with the demon. She can't talk about it or reap its soul. Its name is Jake, which that's another weird thing. I don't know why its name would be Jake, but <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. Well, yeah, but okay. Hold on. One, one step of the theory at a time. <laughs> Six drops of my blood. <laughs> exactly. Mephisto typically needs an offering to make a deal, blood, he usually deals with that, he makes clones, all that stuff. Clones! Mephisto, again, is the devil of the Marvel Universe or whatever. His typical true form is that of a goat. She made a deal with a goat. In Moon Knight, there's a goat reference, referenced, and there's also a goat on top of the thing that has the horns just like Jake. That was very menacing on top of the thing. You remember, guys? Do you remember this? You have to remember this. I don't remember it. Uh, But it's just so close to being Mephisto that it's like if Madison was the connecting tissue between fucking Mephisto, it would be amazing. So (laughs) what if 
Mephisto is actually Madison. Ralph Boner of Stop. all of the MCU. You know, Madison wears a lot of red. <laughs> Mephisto wears red and purple. He is red. Hello. You're right. <laughs> he you, is red. Now you might be on something. Madison, Mephisto, <laughs> Madison, <Why>? Sin. <gasps> oh, it's been there the whole time. Hello. I do think, though, Ralph Boner is actually going to continue. I think he's actually Wonder Man, but that's like a whole nother theory. Oh, that... We're in a deep. We're in a deep. Wonder Man is Simon Walters. He's a he's a but that guy's actor. Ralph Boner. I know, but he's an actor. The acting sheet was the same things that Wonder Man had. They're making a Wonder Man show. I don't know. I'm just theories are all about the most important one is Mephisto. I agree. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. End credits. Last thing I'll say, it showed her signing a deal with a goat that looked exactly like the one in Moon Knight. Mephisto is usually a goat. That's it. That's all I'm going to say. That's all you have to say. Yeah, that's all I have to say. Mephisto or not, after Madison's testimony, the judge still tells Jen and Wongers and Madison that our friend Mr. Blaze can carry on with his shenanigans. He summoned a rabbit. Come on. That's not enough. But then he summoned a bird, but he flipped them the bird, which I thought was kind of clever. That was pretty funny. (laughs) But then also here we see Madison and Wongers, their relationship is beginning to grow because she says, let's go get Froyo. He says, no, she says, come on, we'll talk about the Sopranos. He says, okay. But then she spoils more about the Sopranos for him. Yes. In the same sentence. Absolutely. (laughs) But he's starting to warm up to her. I think there's this thing of like Wong not wanting to enjoy Madison's company, but I think he does. And and he's coming to terms with that being okay. She's so free spirited and she's like super nice. Yeah. And like actually likes him so i think he does like the attention like he he seems like he's pretty secluded by himself well you know a question i always have with a lot of my superhero friends is what do they do when they're not saving the world and for wong he's just trying to binge watch some popular shows this is us sopranos exactly (laughs) and so he just has his flat screen tv (laughs) and carmitage and that's all he does at night god but it keeps getting spoiled because I keep wanting to call him Donnie Darko. Mr. I have no idea why. Wait, what's his first name? Donnie. Donnie. There you go. Donnie Blaze. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I keep wanting to say it. Yeah. You're like, I don't know why, except it's the same name. Yeah. And well, he does kind of look like him too. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Anyway, so the Darko himself, uh, <laughs> he continues to do his magic. But unfortunately, to try and impress the new crowd, he brings some sort of egg laying dove. Gremlin creatures. But there's a dove that lays an egg. And then there's gremlins. Yeah, he opens a portal (laughs) and there's more of them. So he tries to send yet another girl into the portal, but she's like, no, you did the same thing with my friend. And she was like stuck somewhere for like a while. She actually goes, ew. Yeah. (laughs) She turns around, (laughs) ew. (laughs) Yeah, but this is the second instance where we see She-Hulk actually doing superheroing Mm. with saving people. Mm. So like the first time was in the courtroom, this time it's so it's it's almost becoming a little more natural for her, which is good because we want our hero to yeah. be comfortable with punching things. <laughs> right. And when when Wong brings her there, she's like, what do you want me to do? He's like, be a Hulk. Yeah. Hulk out. Yeah. Come on. The first thing she smashes, though, just splats and comes back even bigger. So I do like those. She's <laughs> like, they can't die. So then she can really Hulk out. Yeah. Because there's always that thing of like, there are some heroes that kill not a lot. And there are some heroes that definitely don't. 
But like Thor is one of those where it's like it doesn't matter what sentient creature it is, he's going to destroy it. Mm. So like I'm always curious to see these new heroes, like what their limit is. And it's like she tried to kill that creature to begin with. So I'm like, oh, I guess if it's just a creature, she'll kill it. (laughs) Hulk smash. Hulk smash it. But good thing they didn't die. So she doesn't know her strength yet. I don't think. Yeah, she's I mean. She kind of just found out in the last episode that her skin is impenetrable. So as time is going on, she's really discovering what she can do. This scene is really making me excited for the action scenes for She-Hulk. Because again, we haven't gotten too many big action set pieces. The first one was she caught a desk and then punched Titania. Mm. The other one, she like threw the wrecking crew a little bit. Yeah. Which was kind of cool to see. And this one, we got a little more open space for her to like be a Hulk. I'm excited for her to go all Hulk out. Yeah. Whatever I mean, she's going to fight. Well, Titania is right there, so they just need to duke it out. I think that's going to be the biggest fight of the season. You think? Is her and Titania. Yeah. Maybe. Because it's like interesting. Because it is a sitcom, They're gonna. it's going to be a balancing act of sitcom, but still superhero. So it's like the fight scenes aren't going to be as extreme as Moon Knight or as Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a comedy first. I do feel like they're balancing it well, though. You know, what's interesting, though. It's like, why do we have this expectation that there need to be action scenes in this? When I feel like when we watched WandaVision, we were never going like, when's the action scene going to come? When's the action scene going to come? No. Yeah. Well, I think maybe because we knew it was kind of isolated. It was more of a mystery. I don't know, but. I think it's just because it's an MCU property that we're just used to the action. (laughs) Yeah, I think in She-Hulk, it's more like cartoon violence. Almost, yeah. You know what I mean? Than like big action So far. So far. So far. We have four, five episodes. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Five episodes left in this this series. I think overall, I, I, I just wanted to reiterate, I think this is one of the strongest episodes in this season with what this show is promising to be. Mm. We got a interesting court case, which was fun, quick and sweet. Extremely funny. The funniest episode. Like, we've watched these so early in the morning that, like, we've been enjoying every episode. We Mm kind of laugh here and there. This was the first one where we were audibly laughing while, like, half asleep. Literal LOL. <laughs> yeah. While being garagi. And it wasn't just, like, Madison was, like, just the cherry on top of this She-Hulk cake, but everybody in this episode really stood out. I Nikki agree. was great as well. I'm liking these more instances where we see these characters a little more. Wongers. Wongers. I love Wong in this different light. He is becoming, I had said this to Derek earlier, where it was funny how the earlier parts of the MCU, Nick Fury was almost the connecting tissue between all of them. Mm. And now it's definitely Wong. Wong is just in everything. He shows up everywhere and nobody cares because everybody loves him. They're like, yep, he's going to show up here. It's totally fine. He is truly the Twitter armor. Yeah. <laughs> For the whole MCU. Absolutely. Yeah. Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. Twitter armor, Sorcerer Supreme. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So the ending of this episode, we can't forget to talk about the ending because it is going to bring Titania and the Green Giantess head to head. And I love for this reason. Jen gets served papers being sued for the She-Hulk name because Titania trademarked She-Hulk, which is such a petty move. Petty! It's so good. Petty, petty, petty shit. Titania can go fist to fist with her, but she can also go business Suing to her, she's or whatever the equivalent is. It's, it's so good. I like that 
Titania was like, you know what? That green bitch that just showed me up in that courtroom, even though I had a whole movement, hashtag free Titania, that got me cleared of all charges. Mm-hmm. I'm going to still go after her because I bet she didn't trademark her name. <laughs> She's coming for our girl, Jen. Yeah. <laughs> she can't handle it. She can't handle that there's someone in the spotlight. Oh, I love Which it. I guess is like sort of the Titania deal. Right? Is oh, that yeah. in the comics, yeah. Titania just hates that She-Hulk is strong. Yeah, 100%. So she wants to fight her. Yeah, she doesn't like that she has a spotlight. Yeah. And she feels like she is better than her, even though time after time, Jen always beats her, no matter what. Because she is, I'm going to say, better yeah. at fighting and everything than she is. But at this level, I think Titania might be better than her. So I'm excited to see them fight. Yeah, but Jen is more level-headed than Titania, oh. which is going to help her both in the courtroom and in the ring. I hope so. Maybe she'll win in the courtroom, but then lose in the ring. Oh my God, what a twist. <laughs> what a twist. So it wouldn't be a She-Hulk episode without a post credit scene. And this one is just as good as the Meg the Stallion one. We get to see that Wong... And Madison are full-on best friends. How much fun. She's quizzing him on all these different types of drinks. Have you tried this? Have you tried this? And Wong looks so happy. Yeah, he Just does. eating snacks. There, there's something to be said is that I feel like there was a little bit of improvis- improvisation in this scene. And she, like, she actually has him laughing. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. She's actually making Benedict Wong laugh. Yeah. I mean, when she said blue carousel... I don't know why I thought it was so funny. I think because I would have ne- like just hearing that drink. Yeah. And he's like, what's in it? And she's like, blue. But- I don't know. It's blue. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. I hope to see more of them. I agree. I want them. I just want all of these like amazing breakout supporting characters to just have their own show somehow. Just be more prevalent. I mean, <laughs> look what they did with Agatha. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. The world fell in love with Catherine Hahn in that role. And they're like, okay, so I guess we'll make an entire series for the character. We'll make a whole <laughs> series. I mean, to be fair, you can't have Catherine Hahn sign up for something and then just have her do a one and done. That's true. You have to bring her back. But for her to get her own series, that's like a whole nother level. That's huge. I am, ju- I am waiting for just to see Marvel Studios' Madison. <laughs> right? <laughs> just come on. I mean, she got her own poster today. Yeah. She has the official hashtag. I love it. It's pretty baller. They knew they had a hit. Oh. Uh, this episode, honestly, 10 out of 10. It was perfect for me. Loved it. Yeah, I really enjoyed it as well. I really feel like this like hit really hit the sweet spot. I felt like I was waiting for the true sitcom feel mm. and I feel like we got that in this episode. Yeah, it was a, it did a little skip in the beginning just mm. cuz it was introductory. Yeah. And so it's finding its footing. All the characters have really been introduced at this point, so it's like these next 5 episodes we should really be getting mm. the big chunk of She-Hulk. We shall see. Yeah. All right, time for the special segment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's get into another Oh, Lord. I can't wait to be upset about this one. I don't think you'll be that upset about this one. I'm going to prove you wrong. Okay, fun. <laughs> so in this episode of She-Hulk, we met a few otherworldly creatures, mainly a dove that laid a demon egg. Yeah. As we saw, Wong and the Jade Giantess fought the beasts and had more of a catch and release program rather than one that was destroying the flying behemoths. Okay. So this would bode well for the pair in Skamania County in Washington, where mythical creatures are protected by law. Well, one Wait, in particular. Is this in, this is United States? Yeah. Oh, okay. Washington. Great. 
So during the 1960s, there were so many Bigfoot sightings okay. that, a, that a law was created <laughs> stating that people were not allowed to kill the beast. Stop. They indeed wanted to preserve the life of the elusive Sasquatch, but also thought it might be a good idea to tell people to not shoot at tall things with beards walking through the woods. Well, we'd be safe. We're tall. With no, beards. We die. That's why. Oh, right. Because of the law. But yeah. <laughs> they were afraid that people with beards would be shot. I see. I see. I yeah. see. Yeah. So it was originally passed in 1969, but it was later amended in 1984 to say that harming Saskatchewan within Skamania County's borders could cost you one year of jail time and or a $1,000 fine. Wait, this law doesn't exist anymore? No, it does. So originally there was, there was like, it was like a lot harsher, but then it was amended in 1984 to say one year of jail time. Oh, or $1,000. What was it before? 50 years and $10,000? Every, so here's the funny thing. Quite elusive. Like Bigfoot himself. Whenever I would try to get to the Skamania County page regarding this law, you could no longer find it. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, because somebody was probably like, this is stupid. We look like idiots. Do you think they did it on purpose? That's funny. Oh, you can't even find the website? Just like, like you, you can't find Bigfoot. Well, then that's dumb. <laughs> I kind of love it. I just love how they made a law to protect a mythical creature that doesn't even exist. But, you know, let's just endanger all the other animals that need protection. That's fine. Tell the cryptozoologists. I don't know what to tell you, man. Man, okay. That one wasn't that bad. It was... It, it it simmered my blood. It this, didn't boil my blood. It was a little more fun. It was a little more fun. It was cartoon violence. I will just say that my mind just kept going to those shows, those reality shows with people trying to find Bigfoot. Oh. And I just kept hearing the calls that they did in their head. And it was just making me mad. Yeah, I mean, no- you do you, but like a whole show. Noah gets very angry with like ghost hunting shows and oh. things like that. You know, I'm not saying they don't exist, but I know it doesn't exist in that show because they're liars and it's all show. We are learning so much about Noah Zachariah in this episode. <laughs> not a fan of magicians. I, <laughs> not, not, not a fan of Saskatchewan. Of Saskatchewan Sasquatches. Okay? <laughs> or ghost hunters. Yeah. It's funny. He doesn't like in real life things Stop. that people think aren't real, but yet he bases so much of himself wearing a Marvel shirt yeah. in things with superpowers that don't exist. I know it doesn't exist. It makes me happy. I just, you know, but maybe I'm, it makes them happy. I'm the type no. of person where it's like, <laughs> I need evidence. You know what I mean? Like, mm, I like mm. proof. I like, I like, I like proof. There are tracks. Bigfoot. You don't think I could put on a big, big, big foot and just stomp around the forest? Uh oh. We are now creating a bite of presents <laughs> Mythbusters <gasps> series. We go on the road and we bust all these myths. It's never been done before. And I'm always the one that wants to believe it's true. And Noah always thinks it's fake. Which would probably be accurate. <laughs> Comment below. Do you want us to do that? We'll do it. I don't want to go in a haunted house. I love haunted houses. No, like a real haunted house. Yeah. Like the penitentiary in yeah, Pennsylvania. We had, growing up, well, not growing up, well, when I was in El Paso, we had this part of the military base that was completely abandoned because like the paint was like lead and asbestos and everything mm-hmm. and they couldn't tear it down because it cost more money. So there was an old school that was there that was just completely abandoned because there was a fire in it and like people died and people mm. said that you could hear the cries of the kids that mm. died and blah 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 i will say i don't believe in ghosts but 
my friends and I would sneak in there and like play around or whatever. And then one time we got too far where the like the light doesn't touch. You can definitely hear something like kind of screaming. I don't know if it was the wind. Kind of screaming? Like you couldn't, it was one of those things where it's like everything, everything just got so scary that your mind just automatically like was like, yeah, it was a scream, but it could have been the wind. You know what I mean? It's I'm older now. screaming. But I love that stuff. I'll do it. Meanwhile, <laughs> when we first moved into this house, one night we were dead asleep and our dogs in the middle of the night went insane. Yeah. Barking, barking, barking. I was like, what is that? No, it was like, I don't know. I was like, come on, let's go. He went to sleep. I yeah. went outside in the yard to try and find out what it was. Absolutely not. It was very scary. It was probably a cat or something. Yeah. The, the dogs came with me. They protected me. It was oh, like, yeah. Our dogs. They, <laughs> I'm listen, just saying, in the moment, do you think they'd actually? I do. Lola wouldn't. Dallas would. Yeah, maybe. Dallas would hell yeah protect me. If they had food, uh, it's all over. No. They're going to know Dallas the secret. Dallas sense danger. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, comment below. Do you want us to uh, bust some myths? <laughs> Let's go. We're with, s- with face masks. <laughs> we'll, we'll do pamper pop culture myth buster edition. Oh, my God. We're exfoliating our skin and we're also busting myths. <laughs> Just like that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Until episode five of She-Hulk. See you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to A Bite Of, artwork and editing by our own Noah. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at A Bite Of Pod and on Facebook at A Bite Of. If you have questions, recommendations, or just want to say hi, you can email us at abiteofpod at gmail.com. You can find us on all podcast platforms. Please be sure to rate and review to spread the word. Hope you join us next time on A Bite Of. Bye.